0: Morning. morning. I continue to be amazed only young people can get away with such stuff I also am amazed at our worship team this morning <laughs> did you notice know our brother Peter Lucero is very timid he's very shy he's <laughs> like you know when he comes up here he's like all nervous and stuff but you see, when God begins to move in our midst, believe you, me, you can do even the impossible. Amen? Amen. Uh, young people, look, phase one, all right? So just from the, the title alone, it stirs up my mind and says there's something more after this. Because it's just phase one, all right? Good morning, everyone. You remember this message from last week? You remember this picture? What, what did we learn from Pastor Reggie last week? How will this boat move? With the wind. And in the life of a Christian, that wind, in the life of the Christian, that wind is the power of the Holy Spirit. You can have a sailboat, but if there's no wind, you just have this thing parking in your parking lot. Right? And last week we discussed the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, which takes place when a person comes to faith in Christ, your body becomes the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's a point of salvation. And we contrast that to the infilling of the Holy Spirit, which we need on a moment-by-moment, day-by-day basis. Now, today is Mike Yao's birthday, but I would like also to acknowledge our small baby over there, her name is Alexandra Hosea Salas. Yesterday, she was dedicated to the Lord. (laughs) Praise God. Now, there again, as you see that baby, that in a sense is another miracle baby because when I was talking to the couple, they had an abruption before she was about to deliver. So there was a time that Either child would go, mother would go, or even both would not be here. But we have a big God, right? Praise God. (laughs) Praise God that He is working in our midst. So we've been learning about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit is supposed to move in our lives. And this morning, uh, from last week, what did we learn? what was the song oh you have to pay because that's copyrighted you have to pay right brother Joseph yes the song was Jesus take the wheel so the question is who's driving your life if the Holy Spirit is taking the wheel of your life then you can be happy you can be joyful you can be at peace why because you know the Holy Spirit is in control and when you know that the Holy Spirit is in control you know that God is operating even if you don't see it with your human eyes. However, if you, if you are the one in control and you've just asked the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit is just a passenger in your car, does that look like you? Bawa lang nakasimangot. You know that picture of a gorilla? Why? Because the Holy Spirit is there, but you're struggling and stressing with your Christian life because you still want to take control. So the question is, who's driving your life? Well, you know, I have the Holy Spirit, but, you know, uh, I'm not sure if the Holy Spirit is really driving my life or it's me who's taking control. Some people will even say, well, I don't have the Holy Spirit. So, natin siya. And I'm not the one driving. So, what will happen? Nako! May problema ka. You have a runaway vehicle and nobody is driving your life. If you have a runaway vehicle without driver, what is the tendency? What will happen? It's not what if, but what will happen? Disaster. The Bible calls it spiritual shipwreck. I hope none of us go through a spiritual shipwreck. The Holy Spirit has to be in control of your life. And how? How will we allow the Holy Spirit to take control of our life? Very simply. The title of this morning's message is Let's. Well, wait a minute. Let's read this. Acts 4.31, they were all what? Filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness. Then in Acts 6.5, Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. Barnabas was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And what were they all demonstrating as they experienced the fullness of the Holy Spirit? And the disciples were continually filled with joy, with the Holy Spirit. Spirit. That's why the driver of your car, if it's the Holy Spirit, you can experience joy. Now, joy is not happiness, because happiness depends on your circumstance. Joy, on the other hand, is a feeling of happiness and peace in spite of your circumstance. So, do you want to experience the same joy that the early Christians experienced as they were living out their Christian life? If the answer is yes, then you will want to know and you will appreciate that the title of this morning's message is The Habit of Walking in the Spirit. Now, how do we walk? How do you walk? Do you walk with both feet moving at the same time? Or, Is that how you walk? Oh, I forgot something. No, you walk one. Left, right, left. You walk one step at a time. One step at a time. Some people call it take baby steps. One step at a time. If you please rise to your feet as we read just two passages of Scripture. Galatians 5, 16 and 17. Let's read this. But I say... Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, far be it from any one of us who come up here to preach your word, to preach ourselves. May we be true to your word, Lord God, and may we only preach your word. Father, apart from your Holy Spirit, Lord, we can do nothing. That includes me, Lord God. So I confess my dependence upon your Holy Spirit, Lord. Speak in and through me. Speak to your people, Lord. Grant all of us wisdom, understanding, but most of all, Lord, grant us obedience that we might become more and more like your Son, Jesus Christ. We lift up to you, Lord, our whole worship service from beginning to end. Speak to all of us, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. What's the title this morning? The Habit of Walking in the Spirit. What is a habit? It is not the burger place. They have good burgers, but this is not what we are talking about. What is a habit? Dictionary. An acquired behavior pattern regularly followed until it has has become almost involuntary. Customary practice or use. A particular practice, custom, or usage. A dominant or regular disposition or tendency, prevailing character or quality. And number five, an addiction, especially to narcotics. You have habits. We all have habits, right? How many of you have a habit of when you wake up, the first thing you do is brush your teeth? Or some of you have a habit of the first thing that you do is wash your face. Or some of us have the habit, the first thing that we do when we wake up is to greet our spouse or to greet our children. How many of us have the habit that the first thing that we do in the morning when we open our eyes is we thank God or we pray? I know of somebody, he's a famous author. He's so famous I forgot his name. The first thing that he does when he gets off of bed is he falls on his knees. He literally falls off his bed on his knees so that he can pray. So he doesn't get off, you know, one foot here, one he falls off his bed kneeling, so that when his knees reach the floor, they're already bended, and he begins his day with prayer. Habits. We all have habits. Fill in the blanks. Practice makes male. Practice makes permanent. You and I will never be perfect. You know, I'm speaking to the golfers. You already have your swing. It's already a habit. You get your club, you address the ball, and you swing your swing. You don't go there and, what am I going to do? Am I going to stand like this or stand like this? Or better, I give them a different. You don't do that. You already have a habit. Correct? Singers. Do you know that your vocal cords are muscles? And no matter how much you practice, you will never be perfect? Ano kaya pala, pastor? Sensa na medyo malakas ang pandinig ko. Your muscles, as you sing and you practice, they remember. The more you sing, the more you improve. You will never be perfect. But because practice makes permanent. Do you have habits? I have habits. What's the title this morning? The Habit of Walking with the Spirit. Therefore, by the title, we need to develop a habit. We need to develop a habit. Why? Look. If you have a habit you take the H out what do you have you have a bit right you take the a out you have a bit you take the B out you still have it you cannot escape your habits the question is what habits do I have do I have good Christian habits Or do I have bad worldly habits? We all have habits. We have to develop the habit of walking by the Spirit of God. Look at James chapter 5, Galatians 5.17. The flesh sets its desire against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another so that you may not do the things you please. Do you see a conflict there? What is the conflict? The conflict is between your flesh, your old nature, and your new nature which you received from Christ. Pastor Reggie Priest last week. You are born again in your spirit, but your flesh, the body, needs to be regenerated. And for that to take place, you have to develop the habit of walking with the Spirit. Because the flesh is in constant battle with your Spirit. And vice versa. So I'm afraid when people tell me, Pastor, or in song or whatever it is you want to call me, you know, I don't have struggles. Sasabihin so ko sa kanila, Can I take your pulse? Because it is very against what the Bible is saying. The flesh desires what is contrary. It is in opposition to your spirit. And your spirit is in opposition to your flesh. And then you tell me, I don't have struggle. This verse is all about your Christian struggle. And you're telling me you don't have a struggle. Maybe you're dead. That's why it is very important to develop this habit. Now look, they are in opposition with each other. So who, who are the enemies of our Christian life? You have enemies? Are you praying for your enemy? Are you praying for those who persecute you? Grabe pastor. But that's what the Bible is telling us. Now who are your real enemies? Okay, who are your real enemies? Satan. The world, and believe it, your flesh. Yourself, let's go through them. Satan, first Peter 5 8. Can we read this? Be B on the why? What is the devil wanting to do to you? Now, how will he do it? He will deceive you. He will deceive you. That's the style of the devil. If Pastor Peter were here, he will say, the devil will not show you in the (laughs) bugah. Pastor (laughs) The devil masquerades as an angel of light. So when he comes, he comes as if he's on your side. As if he wants to help you but in truth, according to First Peter, what? Sabi niya sa atin, to the Christian, Be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Nakataas yung radar. Why? Your adversary. Your opponent. Your enemy is what? The devil. So it's not your wife. It's not your husband. Children, it's not your parents. Parents, is not your children. Your adversary is the devil. And what is he doing? He is prowling around like what? A roaring lion waiting for someone to what? In English, ulam. Do you watch the news? Again, there was this person who was tending the tigers. And what happened to her? Ulam. She died. The tiger mauled her. Why? Because I'm so used to the presence of the tiger, I keep on taking care of the tiger, so the tiger is not going to eat me or kill me. It's my pet. Oh, ano nangyari? Patay. Because you become so familiar. That devil, Satan, is your enemy. Do not listen to the deception of your enemy. Be sober, be on the alert. Satan, look, 2 Corinthians 10.45, For the weapons of our warfare. You're at war. We are at war. Weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. You see have power? The power of the Holy Spirit. Now how do we demolish these ideas? We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God, and we are what? Taking every thought captive. To what point? To the obedience of Christ. Hindi naman talaga ako mahal galing yung bulong na My parents don't love me. Kanino galing yung bulong? God will not provide for what I need. You don't know my mortgages. I am underwater. God will not provide. Kanino galing yan. Now, how do you find? You take everyone thought captive. Many times, the battle is in the mind. Because from the mind, it trickles down to the heart. And when it trickles down to the heart, it exposes itself in day-to-day living. So nip it in the bud, so to speak right here. Take every thought captive. Hindi galing, hindi galing kay gadyan. Hulihin mo na yan. Don't let it stay. Sabi nga sa Philippians, if there is anything worthy, praiseworthy, honorable, what? Dwell on these things. Don't give the devil a foothold. Even those thoughts, those ideas, the moment they come in, cast them. God, this is not from you. Be alert. Be of sober spirit because you have an enemy and he wants to destroy you. His name is Satan second the world 1 john 2:15 do not love the world nor the things in the world if anyone loves the world the world of the fa- the love of the father is what? not in him the attraction of the united states why Bah! ang daling bumili ng bahay dito ang daling bumili ng kotse rito maraming bland dito 'di ba The attraction of the world. So, why? Why will you want to migrate? Pastor, ang laki ng offer sa akin doon eh. Ah, di ba? Siyan ka pupunta? May may church ba doon? Wala eh. Buti na lang may live stream. But you see, the pool of the world. How many of you, don't raise your hand, how many of you have more than three credit cards? Mm-hmm. Kakagano'n kayo. Magagagano'n gano'n. Diba? Bakit? Ah, ganyan lang ba Diba? Oo. Oh. Oo, oh, yan pa. Meron kang Macy's, meron kang Target, meron kang Best Buy. I rest my case. <laughs> Attorney, I rest my case. ba lahat, ba lahat ng store, meron tayo. Tapos, and then what? We get so upset. Hi! And then, you forgot to space them out? They all arrive on the 10th of the month. So your email is full. Credit card statement. Credit card statement. Credit card statement. Credit card statement. a 20 pasuel The pull of the world. See, look, material things are not bad. They're not bad. But, the love of material things. The world by itself is really not bad. But the love of this world is that which will trip us up in our walk. Why? Do you love the world more than you love God? If the world tells you, it's okay. Anyway, you're going to get married and this is the person, it's okay to engage in premarital sex. Okay lang yan. Total, pakakasalan mo naman eh. What is God telling us? Unless and until you are officially husband and wife. You cannot. Remember Pastor Danny, the wedding? It was already in the wedding. They are not here. You just tell them. Gusto ng ka lalaki. <laughs> op, op! Sabi namin, hindi pa pwede. You are not yet officially husband and wife. Kasi nagbabaw sa so alam mo na, di ba, eye to eye. Oh, sabi na, hindi pa pwede, hindi pa pwede. <laughs> di ba? So who is it that I'm going to follow? Am I going to follow God? Or am I going to follow the world? The world pulls me away. The love of this world pulls me away from my love for God. So, mamamatay ka na, sabi ng doktor. O, kristyano ka. Kunyari, ha? Sabi ng doktor, mamamatay ka na. Sabi nung isa, Praise God, I'm going to see my Lord. I'm going to enter His presence. And this time, this is for all eternity. Sabi naman dun sa isa, kristyano din, mamamatay ka na. Your cancer is beyond, you know, beyond healing. Bakit naman ako mamamatay na? Hindi ko pa nabibili yung kotse yung gusto ko. Saan, so, hindi ko pa naitatayo yung bahay na gusto ko. Hindi ko pa nag pan lahat ng gusto kong golf course. Bakit naman kukunin ako ni God? See? You see? So, sino mas mahal mo? Mag-golf course. Ano <laughs> sabi ni Paul, ano sabi ni Paul? For me, to live is Christ. To die is gain. So I long to be with my Lord. But in the meantime, while God still allows me here, it will be fruitful labor for me. Don't love the world or anything in it. Because if you love the world, look what the Bible is telling us. The love of God is not in you. Look at what happened to Demas. Demas, having loved this present world, has what? Deserted me. Magkasama sila ni Paul. and bakit mas gusto niya yung mundo. He turned his back on what God wanted him to do because he fell in love more with the world than he was in love with God. The flesh. Romans, written by Paul, talking about himself. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For I am not practicing what I would like to do, but I am doing the very thing I hate. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. For the willing is present in me, but the doing of the good is not. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Now, who is telling us about his situation in Romans chapter 7. This is the Apostle Paul. Now, if the Apostle Paul had this dilemma, why are we surprised? Mas magaling pa tayo kay Apostle Paul? Mas spiritual pa tayo sa kanya? Ako hindi ako ganyan ang struggle ko. Bala mula sa kanya. Talaga? mapulso nga kita uli. Paul had this struggle and he's very honest, he's very transparent that he says, look in verse 15, I am doing, I don't understand what I'm doing. I'm not practicing what I would like to do but I am doing the very thing I hate. Nakita struggle ni Paul? Kaya sabi niya, his realization, his situation is, nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. My friends, brothers, and sisters, unless you and I begin to understand our spiritual condition apart from Christ, we will not want to have Christ. We will not want to walk in the power of His Holy Spirit. Tina sinabi niya, for the good I want, I do not do, but I practice the very evil I do not want. Wretched man that I am, who will set me free from the body of this death. Sabi ni Paul, of all sinners, I am the chief sinners. Unless you and I come to that point to realize how wretched we are in the eyes of God, how just one sin, just one sin separates us from God. We will not want to desire God and to walk in a godly Christian life. So what then is the answer? If Paul himself realizes how wretched, how sinful he is, what then is the solution? He gives us the answer in verse 25. Thanks be to whom? To God. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. The answer of our sinful, fallen, and wretched nature is the Lord Jesus Christ. Because He said in the next chapter, in Romans 8 verse 1 into what? Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Only for those who are in Christ Jesus. If you are not in Christ Jesus, you remain condemned. It is not that when you see God face to face, then God will decide, God will determine whether you are condemned or not. You already stand condemned because of your sin. But what did Jesus Christ do? He went to the cross as full payment for your sin and because of what Jesus Christ has done. Paul writes in Romans 8 verse 1, Therefore, because of what Jesus Christ has done now there is no condemnation but only for those who are in Christ Jesus and what does verse 2 tell us for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death before coming to Christ we have no choice but to sin that's our nature But now that we are in Christ, we are set free from the law of sin which brings death. And God has given us new life. Now are we living as if we are born again? That's why we need the habit of developing the habit of walking in the Holy Spirit of God. Because left to ourselves, we will continue in our depravity. We will continue to sin. Now we all sin. We know that. But I hope that as we grow in our spiritual walk, we will sin less. Not sinless, as if we have not made any sin, which the Bible tells us that we are deceiving ourselves, but sin less. Did I sin less today than yesterday, than last week, than last month, than last year? Am I becoming more like Christ today, tomorrow, the coming week? How do I do that? The habit of walking with the Spirit. The habit of walking with the Spirit. Now, we've been talking about the acts of the sinful nature and the fruit of the Spirit. They are in opposition to each other. That's why Galatians 5.16 tells us, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. They are in opposition to each other. Correct? Now how do we develop a habit of walking in the Spirit? Let's take a look at these two. Galatians 5, 19-21. Can we read this? Now, the deeds of the flesh, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. In contrast, you have Galatians five twenty two to 23 But the fruit is What do you notice about the acts of the flesh or the acts of the sinful nature? Una-una, they are evident. They are obvious. Do you notice mas marami yung nasa kaliwa kesa nasa kanan? Sa sobrang dami because they are more sinful nature it is not even fully listed here. Ang sabi nilang ni Paul, things like this. Now, how do we distinguish? How can we separate? How can we distance ourselves from being involved in the acts of the flesh versus being involved with the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Answer. You have to walk it. You have to walk it. Because you can either have the habit of being involved in immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, adult, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, bursts of anger, or you can develop a habit of depending on the Holy Spirit, and it is the Holy Spirit who will produce love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You have to walk the walk. You cannot just say that I'm a Christian. You have to walk the walk. Now, just as the deeds of the flesh are evident, visible to the naked eye, brothers and sisters, the fruit of the Holy Spirit is also and must be visible to the naked eye. For how will you know what the tree is? Until and unless you see its fruit. How do you know that the tree is a mango tree? Because you see the mango fruit. How will you know it's a grapevine? Oh, sometimes, if it's newly harvested or it's a new grapevine, hmm. ako sure But the moment the vine begins to bear fruit. Ah, it is a grapevine. How do you know? Because of its fruit. Now, if you keep on saying that you are a Christian, but your life constantly displays a habit of those of the sinful nature, beloved, may I encourage you, those who practice such things, those who make it a habit of living and living out a life of the sinful nature. What is Paul telling us? Bigla tumahimik. Examine yourself because Jesus Christ said by their fruit you will know them ladies if you're looking for men to marry look at these qualities hindi yung sa 19 ha hindi sa 19 to 21 ha pwede ba wag dun. kasi makamundo yan eh. Dito tayo sa verse 22 to 23. Gusto niyo ba yung mapapangasawa niyo is loving, kind, gentle, faithful, selfless. So if you're looking for such a man, ladies, single ladies, you also have to be the kind of Christian lady, woman, who displays this fruit. Why? This is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You cannot produce it on your own. This is a byproduct of your decision to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. You do not wake up one day is today I will be loving. And then you see it will come out. No. It is fruit. It is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So first and foremost, number 1, you have to have the Holy Spirit. If you do not have the Holy Spirit, you cannot bear this kind of fruit. Now, if you have the Holy Spirit, I have to ask myself, am I bearing this kind of fruit? Am I bearing, reproducing this kind of fruit in my life, which validates, yes, I am indeed a child of God. Why? If you knew me before, you will not see this. But as I I receive Christ and I allow the Holy Spirit to move in my life, you will see more and more of love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, kindness, and self-control. Why? Against such things, there is no law. Meron ba kayong alam? Whether your spouse or your children, huwag mo kumamahalin, ha? Bawal yan. Oh. There's no law against love. Gusto ko masungit ka akin today, ha? Laba. Ha? Kasi terms of it love, good morning, gusto ko today, masungit ka. Ha? Wala naman nakikitang eh. You can only produce this if you have the habit of walking with the Spirit. Walk step by step, moment by moment. Does not happen overnight. Some things happen overnight. I was talking to somebody just last week. For him, the evidence, Pastor, I noticed, hindi na ako pala mura. Dati parang chicharong bulaklak eh. <laughs> Pare! Di ba? Nakablip na lang. Kamusta si Mare? <laughs> Di ba? Tapos ngayon, hindi na rin For some reason. And he just realized it when we were discussing. There's evidence. Pastor, hindi na akong masyado nagmumura. Praise God. Di ba? Evidencia Patunay. Alright? Now, the habit of walking in the Spirit. Habit yan. Right? Now, for you to develop a habit, what must you do? You have the old nature and you have a new nature. Correct? Sabi nung isa, Pastor, hindi na babae. I no longer womanize. I no longer gamble. I no longer do this. I no longer do that. Okay, good. So what did you do? Nothing. So no wonder nothing is happening in your life. Why? You just remove your bad habits. So what's the key? When you remove the bad habit, you have to replace it with the new habit. Because if you're just going to remove the bad habit, you're just creating a vacuum. You have to replace your old habits with new habits. Your worldly and sinful habits with new and spiritual and godly habits. Because inside every believer is the proverbial black dog and white dog. The black dog represents your old sinful fallen nature. The white dog represents your new nature in Christ. Now, kung ganito ang asmo, what color is the dog? Is this kind of dog? You see the muscles, you see the bone structure of the jaw. If this is the kind of nature that you have in yourself, because you continue to practice the habit of Feeding your old nature. Christian na naman ako eh. Sige eh. Patatawarin naman ako ng igad eh. Sige eh. O lumalakas yung black dog. Hindi mo, you're not feeding your spirit. Right? Tapos so, sabi mo may white dog. Meron, ayan mo. Oh. Diba? Sickly, this dog is almost going to die. Tingin ko, pag inubuhan siya ng Rottweiler na yan, ay pitbull pala. Patay <coughs> na! Ubo pa lang! <laughs> What's my point? Man, if you keep on feeding your old nature, if you keep on exposing yourself to bad movies, ungodly reading material. Okay? You you fill in the blanks. Then you're strengthening the old nature within you. And then when you want to do something for the Lord, you are not able to do it. Why? Because look, your new nature, the white dog, is weak. It cannot defeat the black dog. Sabi nung isa, Pastor! Patayin natin yung black dog. Sabi ko, nagsuicide ka? Because the black dog lives in you and the white dog, the spirit of God, lives in you. Patayin natin yung black dog. <coughs> <laughs> Hindi pwede. That's why it takes a habit. I will forgo. I will get rid of my bad habits and I will replace it with new habits. If before I will, the moment I wake up, I will read my email. Now, the moment I wake up, I will read my Bible. Oh. That's replacing a bad habit with a godly habit. Instead of looking at R or X-rated movies, I will look for, Sino ba yung naputo? Kinain ng shark? Yung kanyang kamay? Oh yan, yeah. soul surfer. Ang dami na dyam. Look, Mr. Joseph up there. Computer guy ka. Di ba? How many of you are into computers? Most of us know how to double with computers, right? You know the word gigo? Hindi Gigo. Garbage in, garbage out. How can you expect to feed yourself with ungodly things and expect that godly things will come out? It doesn't make sense. So, get rid of those bad habits and replace them with godly habits. Qua, the habit of quiet time, the habit of prayer, the habit of worship, the habit of fellowship. And dami! You just have to be creative. Kung well, dati, puro... Ah, wala mga na ninyo. Palitan niyo ng mga godly music. Bakit? Pinaki, the more you listen to it it stays and in your mind it stays and remember second corinthians 10:4 to 5 battle is in the mind develop a habit of walking with the spirit
1: so paano nating i-reverse
0: to Bahay matibay ang asko ah di ba so, I will keep on feeding the white dog. Quiet time, fellowship, D-group, GLC, lahat. May live streaming, may lahat. Dito si Brother Adrian, God Coalition. Yes! Sige! Punuin natin ang sarili na Para, you saw the example of Pastor Reggie? When you pour in, what happens? The evil things overflow. They pour outward. Right? So what will happen? Now your your white dog, your spiritual nature is beautiful. It's glowing, it's getting stronger. What will happen to the black dog? Yan. Diva, niyo 'pag yung puti naman ang <coughs> oh, tumba naman ito. You see, it's a matter of which spirit you feed. If I feed my spiritual nature, my spiritual nature will develop muscles. And I deprive my old nature, my old nature will weaken. And because there is a conflict, more and more, my spiritual nature will have victory over my sinful nature. And I will begin to experience a victorious Christian. And it does not happen by itself. We have to develop the habit of walking with the Spirit. Because the Bible says, he who is led by the Spirit is not under the law. Who is leading your life? Is it the Holy Spirit? Or is it you? Or if you do not want or if you do not get your way, instead of surrendering that to the Holy Spirit, you begin to manipulate circumstances, people, events, so that you get what you want. And you go ahead of God rather than being led by God. Now we all struggle in many ways and we are all weak in many areas. But what did God promise? He said, I will ask the Father... And He will give you another helper that He may be with you forever. Who is that? The Spirit of Truth whom the world cannot receive. Now in Africa, when you're on a safari, you have people who carry your stuff, right? But in that long line of people carrying your stuff, there is one person who does not carry anything. So the the guy inquired. The others are carrying the bags. What are you doing? You're not carrying anything. Oh, my role is if when any one of these begin to tire and are weighed down by the load of what they are carrying, it is my responsibility to take their place. That, my friends, is the helper, the Holy Spirit of God. That when you are beginning to weary and tire of carrying your own burden to live the Christian life, who will come alongside? The Holy Spirit. And you need the habit to let that burden. Remove that burden from your shoulders and let the Holy Spirit carry it for you. But many times we are proud. Di kaya ko So ano mangyayari? Dadapa You will fall flat on your face. Why? Because you have kept God out of the equation. Rather than depend on God, surrender to God, trust God, you have decided to do things your way. You have just fed your old nature and have forgotten the spiritual nature that's in you. God has given you the Holy Spirit, the helper, to help you in your walk, to carry the burden with you and for you. But you have to learn to surrender. Give it up to the Holy Spirit and begin to walk with the Spirit so that the burden is no longer in you. God, may problema tayo. Rather than, God, ang laking ng problema ko. Kilala mo ba si Juan? Nakon, nilait-lait ako. ginanito ako, ginanyan ako. Gawan mo nga ng paraan to. Di ba? Pero kung sa, God, hello, Houston, we have a problem. It's you and God. He said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So why do we, many times, live as if I'm the only one in this journey? I'm the only one carrying this load. And then we forget and we become frustrated with our Christian life. Why? Look at the mirror. You forgot to give it to God. And who gets the blame at the end of the day? God. Kawawa naman talaga si God. God, hindi ko kaya yani. eh. Hindi ko kaya yan. Exactly. Kaya nga hindi mo kaya eh. Hebrews 2, 14, 15. Can we read this? That through death, he might render powerless him who had the power of death that is the devil and might free those through fear of death were subject to slavery all their lives. Who won? Who won? You don't know who won? Manipakyao. Who won? You're not sure? He might render powerless him who had the power of death, that is, the devil. So who won? Jesus Christ. Does the devil have power over you anymore? No. But the devil can still influence you if you let him. But know that through the cross of Christ, He, he, Jesus Christ, has rendered the spirit of the devil powerless over you. You don't have to sin. God has given you the Holy Spirit to give you power to have victory over sin. The only power that the devil has over you is the power that you give the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ rendered him powerless. You can be victorious. You can live out a Christian life that will bring glory and honor to God for so long as you develop the habit of walking with the Spirit. Step by step, moment by moment. And God has even given us a provision of spiritual breathing because God knows that we will never be perfect, that we will still sin even if we are Christian. So when we do sin, what do we need to do? We have to confess. 1 John 1.9 If we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You exhale your sin. After you do that, you have to inhale. Hindi naman ka ka nun. In natural breathing, inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. In spiritual breathing, you exhale the sin. You confess. Lord, you're not begging for forgiveness, alright? You don't beg for forgiveness if you're a Christian. You are already forgiven. By the word confession, homologeo, it means to agree with God. Yes, God, this is a sin. And I thank you that Jesus Christ has paid for my sin. Lord, with your grace, with your power, I don't want to keep on sinning anymore. You breathe. Exhale and inhale. Confess your sin. Repent. And ask God, God, thank you that I am forgiven. Will you help me with my Christian walk? How many of you wake up in the morning and still try to decide, will I inhale, exhale, or exhale, inhale? Hihinga ba ako today o hindi? Parang pagod na akong kakahinga eh. Bakas yung kaya ako. because the habit, it once you develop it, it becomes second nature. It becomes by definition involuntary. Kasanayan na natin so sanay na tayo. But you have to begin somewhere. First, you have to make sure that the Holy Spirit of God lives in you. That you are saved, that you are born again. And then secondly, begin to listen and obey whatever the Holy Spirit of God is telling you to do. The moment you begin to practice baby steps. And then as you practice some more, you begin to walk more upright and more secure and more confident in your spiritual walk. And then before you know it, your steps are bigger. You begin with spiritual milk and then you go up to solid food which is for the mature. But friends, you have to start somewhere. Who will help you in your desire to develop a habit of walking with the Spirit? GLC. Your small group. Your accountability partner and your prayer partner. And the whole church as a whole. You see, the beauty of the Christian life is your neighbor alone. Malapit nang lumabas. June 12, Lone Ranger. <laughs> Hindi naman, mali yung title? He is not Lone Ranger. Why? He has a tonto. <laughs> so he is not Lone Ranger. The same with the Christian life. Why do we try to live a Christian life apart from Christ? We cannot. But with Christ, all things are what? Possible. Can you live a victorious Christian life? Answer? Yes. For so long as we depend on the Holy Spirit. And how do we depend on the Holy Spirit? By... Developing the habit of walking in the Holy Spirit of God. How is your walk today? Have you even began your journey? Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? There is no journey to talk about if you have not come to faith in Christ.
1: But if you already have
0: Christ, then my question, brothers and sisters, how is your walk? gumigewang-gewang pa ba na para tayong lasing? Or tumitibay tayo? Let's pray. Father God, I don't know where your children are, where these people are today, but I know that you know. So it is my prayer, Lord God, that you speak to us even as we take a few quiet moments now and, and we close. Lord, if there is anyone here who does not yet have the Holy Spirit in their hearts, will you speak to them, Lord God? And will your Holy Spirit bring conviction to our souls that we need you, that we need a personal relationship with you. And if you're here this morning, and you're not sure or you want to make sure, then just repeat after me, Lord Jesus. I acknowledge my sin before you and I know that only you died on the cross as full payment for my sins. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Be my Savior and my Lord. Change me from the inside out to make me become more and more like your Son, Jesus. And for those who are here who are weakening in their walk, can you resolve to put God first? To follow whatever He commands you to do. To follow where He leads you. To obey what He tells you. So that in the end, and in God's economy, you are the beneficiary. Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters who may be weakening in their walk, Lord. I pray, Lord God, that this message has spoken to their heart. Because You have given the help, You have given us the help for the Holy Spirit. Who will guide us into all truth who will remind us of all things that you have taught us. So, Father, I pray for myself and for my brothers and sisters that you are going to give us ears that are willing to listen, feet that are willing to obey, hearts that will give you glory, honor, and praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you have done. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who will be with us, never to leave us, never to forsake us. Thank you, Lord God, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.